Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rain 20s podcast. Today we have on with us Rachel Gibbler. She is the host of It's Fucking Spiritual podcast. Rachel blends ancient wisdom and bad bitch energy to help guide people to their greatest potential and give them the tools to create a life beyond their dreams, which we love. Rachel is gorgeous. She's magnetic. We're so excited to have you here. Thanks for coming on the pod, Rachel. Thank you guys for having me. I'm stoked. Absolutely. So we have so so many questions. I love this topic. Um, it's actually something that I'm really excited you're here today because I feel like I've been like not giving up on my spirituality, but have been like more detached from my spirituality yeah. than I have than I have been in the past. So I feel like this is gonna be a good kind of like kick in the butt for me. Yes, yeah, reconnection. So, exactly. <laughs> so I'm really glad we're doing this. The timing of the universe is perfect for this. So divine always. <laughs> always. So Rachel, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you, who you are, where you're from, and how old you are since it's growing 20s. Totally. All right, guys. Well, my name is Rachel Gibbler. I'm 27. So we'll start there. Um, I am a three-time entrepreneur, uh, host of the top 15 US podcast. It's fucking spiritual. I am a manifestation coach, spirituality leader, um, just like all the things. <laughs> I basically just love to help people, um, women specifically, just get out of their head and into their life and really begin to understand the limitless possibilities that are available to all of us. So yeah, I'm super passionate about it. I absolutely love it. I love my brand and my humans, my community. They're just amazing. And uh, really a, a core group of just awesome women that are just wanting to change their lives. And it's, it's so fun to be a part of. Yes. And speaking of branding, like the, when I went to your website, I was like, oh shit, this is a beautiful website. Like Rachel's Thank got it you. together. Thank yeah. you so much. My designer is great. <laughs> Shout out. Oh, definitely. And I, I just, we love what you stand for so much because it's honestly a big piece of what we talk about here on the show is like, we spend so much time in our heads and we allow the things that we're letting in our brains and letting marinate there limit us from doing the things that we want to do or scare us or we get in our own way or we self-sabotage all of the things in between. So it's, it's just so powerful that what you do helps people kind of get out of those cycles and really recognize their potential just because we need more of that. You know, there are already enough messages in the world telling us that we can't. So to have someone like you leading people towards the direction of seeing things that are already there, but not letting it be clouded by the stuff in their heads is, is so powerful. So with that being said, um, I feel like spirituality can, can feel a little bit off-putting to people. Like they either get the wrong idea or it just doesn't feel like the, the coolest thing to talk about. So what does spirituality mean to you? And how would you kind of explain it to someone that feels a little hesitant? Totally. Oh, I love that question. And thank you so much for all the kind words. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. So spirituality, I mean, it's different for every single person, but honestly, what I teach and, and what I embody is spirituality is just your connection to the energy of the universe, to your connection to something greater than you. Right. And so 
for me, like spirituality can get a bad rep, right? And actually it's so funny and I'm sure we'll get into my story, but I grew up atheist, which is so crazy. Um, I never, if you would have told me when I was like 16 years old that I would, my literal job would be a podcast and a brand called It's Fucking Spiritual. Like I would have laughed at you. So any, yeah, it's, it's so funny. Like I was not born into any type of religion, spirituality, belief outside myself. And I really had to cultivate that on my own and from my own, you know, trauma and just like shadow work and dark night of the soul journey, (laughs) um, pretty much. So really like spirituality is understanding the laws of the universe that are just like the law of gravity. Like literally they're working at all times, whether you're aware of them or not. So it's understanding how the universe works and then making it work for you. Mm. And that's really what I would say. Like, it's just, yeah the belief out the belief that there's a greater power power that's also helping you get what you desire. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I love how simple that is because I do think it's this thing that can like become so convoluted and everyone has their own opinions on it and all these different practices. And just to simplify it like that, I think is really helpful for someone who maybe is interested in like peeping their toe in the water (laughs) of the spirituality pool um, without being overwhelmed. But I love what you said about like, you never expected this to be where you would end up. And I think that's something that we're learning on this show over and over again about being in your twenties is that everybody, like most people like could, did not like choose this path and like follow it in order and then got there. Like most people had to like listen to the universe pushing them in a certain direction and ended up doing something that they could have never predicted. And I think that that's really comforting to a lot of people, especially in their earlier twenties who are like, shit, like, I don't know what I want to do with my life or like what I thought I wanted to do maybe isn't inspiring me anymore. So just hearing those, those examples, I, I love that reminder. Good. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, is for anybody listening, like I literally was on drugs at the beginning of my twenties. Okay. Like, I don't know yeah, if I can Rachel, say that on this no, podcast. Hopefully oh, you I can say, you can say anything. <laughs> you can curse. You can say anything, but, but seriously, like while you're doing this, like go, we would love to hear your story as much as you're willing to share, like yeah, share, tell us your story. What, what were some of the impactful things that led you to this journey? Totally. Okay. So I'm an open book. Like everyone that's in my community knows, like I will literally tell y'all what the fuck ever, um, because I just believe, yeah, (laughs) I just believe in, in really authentic sharing and being vulnerable. So, uh, with that being said, you know, I, I grew up in a beautiful family. Um, like I said, I didn't really have a framework for, for any belief outside of myself, which really ended up, um, being a huge reason for what I went through later in life, but really like beautiful childhood. I'm an only child to two amazing parents. And from the outside looking in, it would have looked like everything was amazing. And it really was um, until I was 16 years old. And I woke up one day and my dad had ended up being in a freak accident. And um, yeah, he passed away 24 hours later. So it just totally rocked my world was just night and day to this like beautiful childhood and upbringing I had. And it was my junior year of high school. So if you guys can remember, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's okay. And it's one of those things that I wouldn't be here now if that hadn't happened. And, 
not to say that like I would do anything to, you know, of course be able to see my dad again, but at the same time, I have this peace with understanding that it was for a purpose Mm -hmm. and that I wouldn't be the person that I am today. I wouldn't even have this business. Like I wouldn't be affecting any lives in the way that I am. And so there's that silver lining kind of in everything. Um, but at the time I obviously couldn't see that. And I was just fucking pissed, like super upset, obviously, and just kind of didn't know which way was up and went through basically like an eight year period of a downward spiral. I went off to college. I started abusing drugs and alcohol. I got myself into an abusive relationship for four years, like literally anything that you can imagine. I was a hot mess. <laughs> like just had no, and, and having no framework or belief for anything outside of myself is really what caused me to mm-hmm. numb out in all the other different ways. Yep. Um, because having no faith, having no belief, it really caused me to be like, well, fuck this. Nothing matters. Clearly right. like God's not real. Like the, you know, yeah. universe does not have my back. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. therefore, you know, I'm just going to go drink and do drugs and pretend like I was the wild fun friend Mm -hmm. that didn't give a fuck. Right. Mm -hmm. Because that was easier than facing everything that I was going through. Yep. Yeah. So that's really the start of everything. And when I was, since this is twenties podcast, (laughs) um, I, you know, when I was 22, 23, um, was really when everything shifted. So I went off, uh, graduated college, got out of the abusive relationship, uh, thankfully. But at this time, just to paint a picture for you guys of like where I was mentally, I had no social media at all out of fear of this guy, like finding me and knowing what I was doing. So I was completely deleted off the entire internet, even though in my gut, in my heart, I had a dream to, I've always wanted to be like, you know, a talk show host or a like news, like somebody that was, you know, like talking for a living. You obviously have a talent for it. (laughs) Clearly I don't shut up. So yeah, I mean, I always wanted to share my story. I wanted to like affect people, make, create change, but I wasn't even allowing myself to be seen on my high school Instagram, my public, you know, my Instagram. Like I, straight up had no, um, internet footprint whatsoever. And like, truly I was just running myself into the ground. I was on a hamster wheel feeling like I was living groundhog day over and over again in a sales job, working 80 hours a week as a 22 year old, uh, right out of college and was just fucking miserable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was just living for Fridays, numbing out. And, and I had that moment that probably a lot of listeners, um, are having or have as well, especially in your younger twenties where you know, you've been told to check the boxes, go off, you know, get a college degree, find your husband, have kids, like that everything is kind of laid out for you in terms of expectations. And I did it. I did all those things. I checked Mm. the boxes. I got the degree. I got the good sales job. And I looked, I was looking around about two years into corporate and was like, this is it. Yeah. Like, this is what everyone was like having us work toward, like what the fuck was the point, you know? And so I was having this kind of voice and and this is what I always tell when I, when I speak or, um, on podcasts is that this entire time and it started the day my dad passed, I will never forget. I was sitting next to him in the hospital room and I had this like voice in my head. That sounds like weird, but I had this voice say to me, you know, like this won't be all for nothing. 
Mm-hmm. And I ignored it. And that was my intuition, obviously, but yeah. I didn't know that at the time and just kind of ignored it. And for years, you know, when things would happen, when uh, my ex like punched me in the face, I had that same knowing when I would take the drugs, I knew I should not take, mm-hmm. I would have the voice again and I would mm-hmm. ignore it, but it got louder and louder. That whisper started to grow. And yeah. I was finally, yeah, in my corporate job, I could not ignore that anymore. And I was just to this point, like, cry- I'll never forget crying to my mom on the phone. It was December of 2017. I was 23. And I was bawling to her being like, I wish time would stop so I could think. Mm. I could just think of like, what is it that I even want to do? I'm working 80 hours a week. By the time it's Friday, I'm like numbing out and, right. you know, yeah. just like drinking Uh, And so I just had no time to really sit with it. And as we know now, (laughs) the universe, your wish is my command. Um, I was in a freak accident (laughs) myself and forced to take three months medical leave just two weeks after I had this conversation with my mom. Wow. Yes. (laughs) So crazy. And that's kind of where the story starts to change for me. So I was obviously pissed and just thinking like, things can't get any worse. Like you've got to be kidding me. this. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Fuck this. I'm getting punished for all the bad things I've done. Mm. And it was about a couple weeks into my or my healing journey. I'm laying in bed with a cast from my hip to my ankle. And mind you, I've never done mindset work. Didn't even know mindset self-development existed. Never heard the term manifestation in my life. I'm atheist, like straight up. And, uh, I just, I was laying there and I had the voice again, say, this isn't going to be all for nothing but use this time wisely. Hmm. And in that moment of faith, I grabbed my computer and I Googled how to be happy. And that is what started and was a catalyst for everything. And yeah, I found self-development mindset work. And I just really dedicated those three months in bed. I was like, I'm getting sober. I am going to study self-development. I'm going to study entrepreneurs. How did other people create things and books, podcasts? Is that first time I ever listened to podcasts, like literally four years ago. It's so nuts. So, um, so yeah, I just decided to dedicate my, my time healing to that. And then I went back to my job. I fucking quit that shit. And, uh, I started my companies that I now have. So freaking crazy. (laughs) It's so crazy. It's, it's so crazy. And it's so much like, I honestly have the chills because I just feel like for people to, hear your entire story in itself, I think is inspiring, but also knowing that like that leap of faith and and the outcome that it can have. And also just like, I'm sure so much has happened over the past four years, obviously, since all this began and so much with, with every aspect of the purpose that it had, but at the same time, it's like four years isn't even that long. So to think how much your life can change by like one simple step, by taking one step toward in the direction of these you know, the, the, the intuition that you had clearly all along. Um, I just think it's really cool because I think everybody does have that voice and it's just about like, whether you acknowledge it, whether you choose to listen to it, um, all those different things. So anyway, I just, I think it's so cool, especially for people in their twenties, because of exactly what you kind of started it off with that we have this idea of what like life is supposed to look like. And I think everybody kind of has that moment where they're like, is this it? (laughs) Is this what it's supposed to be? Unless you're uh, at least either, whether you are in a position where you're maybe fueling your soul in a different way. Um, But I just, I think a lot of people come across that, whether it's that, whether it's anxieties for any other aspect of things. So anyways, your story is super inspiring and I'm just grateful for you sharing it with us because 
I think more people need to hear things turning out better than they expected once they chose to take the leap of faith that they yeah. might have known it's been there all along. <laughs> they always do. Like, yeah. honestly, if you, everyone listening to this, like, if you have a nudge that you're afraid of, like, what's that? what's worse than staying where you're at? Like, you can always go back to where you are. I could always go back to the corporate job. I could all, you know, but if you don't try it, you're never going to know. And then all that's going to happen is you're going to sit on that voice and it's just going to get louder and louder. Mm -hmm. And you're going to feel worse because you know, you're ignoring it until you finally get annoyed with yourself enough to actually do something (laughs) and Google how to be happy or just taking that small step. And, and that's what I think holds so many people back is like, they think that they need to see the full picture, right? They yeah. think they need, yeah. Like to, to have it all figured out before they go for it or oh, they need to learn more. Yeah. Like I need to learn more. I need to know more. I, before I, you know, put myself out there before I start the business. And so they're in this cycle of, and I'm assuming if, if you're listening to this podcast, then you're into self-development or something um, of the sort, but there's this thing that once we find self-development, people can get super hooked on. I just need to learn and learn and learn and learn. And you don't do, and you get stuck in this like completely research information overload. And it's funny because I actually didn't even get online until three years ago. Mm. The first year I truly was just doing self-development work myself. It took me another year to even get the courage to post my first photo and come back online. Like totally. And I had no idea. i you can even scroll back in my Instagram and see, like, I was posting stuff. Like, I don't know what this is going to turn into. I just want to inspire people with my story. And then, you know, four years later, we've got the podcast, the business, the brand, like the community, and you'll never know what it's going to turn into until you take the first step. A hundred percent. Just because you mentioned this, and I think it's really common for people to ask themselves this question or ask other people when it comes to that voice, like, what would you say? And I'm sure it's different for everyone, but like, what do you think is the difference between like actually something being intuition that you should follow or just like a, a fleeting thought? You know what I mean? Um, cause I think that's something that people also struggle with differentiating between. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love this topic because people ask me this all the time. Like, mm-hmm. how do I know when it's my intuition speaking to me mm-hmm. and the most, I, I like to simplify everything because I'm lazy. <laughs> like <laughs> I need to know. No, we like, like the, simple, like just break it down. So this is how I explain it. Anything that is your intuition talking to you, speaking to you is going to feel expansive, Mm. even if it's scary. And this is where people get tripped up because sometimes people will say like, well, is my, you know, like, is my intuition warning me? Is this fear? Or is this, you know, like, is this something I really shouldn't do because I feel the fear or is it my, you know, my intuition, right? So people will talk themselves out of doing things all the time because they'll give them conscious, they'll give themselves conscious, like seemingly valid reasons of why not to do the thing. It's not the right time to start the business. I don't know enough. Um, my partner doesn't want me to, I don't have any friends that do that. Someone's already done it. Like all of those different things, you're going to talk yourself out of it. So fear doesn't necessarily mean like, don't do it or it feeling like, yeah, like if it feels scary to you, if it feels expansive, that's still your intuition. Mm. If it feels restrictive, that's your ego. So that's the best way that I can like explain it. Right. Because if you think about starting the business or you, you know, you think about quitting your job and becoming a digital nomad in your twenties or whatever, like if it feels super scary, but you're like, 
holy shit and it lights you up and then your mind is like oh fuck oh fuck that's your intuition that's a nudge mm-hmm. if you are you know thinking about doing something and it feels a little off and you'll know the difference like mm-hmm. you know when something's like eh, i yeah. don't know you or know. like the whole i should do mm-hmm. something but it doesn't feel good that's actually your intuition telling you not to and your ego trying to get you to do it Mm, oh, that's I love that example. That is such a clear example. And there's so many times I'm sure we've all had intuition and let fear be the yeah. louder voice. Mm-hmm. For all sure. The time. All, all the time. All the time. And yep. if you're experiencing this right now, like it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's it's normal. You know, I sat on my podcast idea for three years before I launched it. Mm-hmm. Like I am no stranger to this. I teach it because I need it, (laughs) not because I've mastered it, right? Right. And like, that's what I try to be very clear with people on all the time. Cause I'm like, if people are going to compare themselves to some like seemingly perfect version, it's just stupid because like, what are we trying to get people to do? We're trying to get them to change their lives, right? To like actually take the action. And there's no good that comes from that, from not being honest. And so I want to be like, listen, I deal with all the same shit that everyone else does. And I'm no different than you. I just like decided to take the action anyway. And that's what I think people need to know. A hundred percent. Yeah. I also think if anyone's telling you that they're like a perfect spiritual master, you probably shouldn't listen to them. Like, (laughs) yes, you should not listen to those people. Okay, so everybody knows how much I absolutely love skincare and how much I hate when your skin is like dry and dehydrated and crackly. It's not cute. It's not cute at all. Brenda was just talking to me about how her skin's feeling extra dry, but we have found the solution because one of my favorite brands, The Way, has come out with two amazing new products to help keep us moisturized and hydrated during this cold, cold winter. I'm talking about The Way Melrose Place Body Cream and The Way Melrose Place Body Cleanser. I never really think about the cleanser that I'm using on my body, but it is so important to take care of our body just as much as we're taking care of the skin on our face. After all, our body is the biggest organ and we better take care of it and I'm going to with the way Melrose Place body cleanser because it balances your skin without stripping it or leaving unwanted residue it gently cleanses and nourishes at the same time with a luxurious lather it's skin softening it has hydrating oils and it has high quality nourishing ingredients like jojoba seed oil and rosehip oil which I absolutely love and you can experience the new way Melrose Place body cream and body cleanser your body your way go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code BELIEVE. Go get slippery and hydrated, girl. Hydration looks good on you. Everybody knows that Brenna and I are super big on habits and having and maintaining habits that help us live our best lives. And sometimes we need a little help tracking those habits so that we can make sure we're staying on top of things in order to reach our goals, whatever our goals may be. And that's why today we're talking about Noom. Noom is a great tool to help you track your habits in order to reach your health and wellness goals, whatever they may be if you have them, which if you don't, 
all good. But if you have a health or wellness goal, Noom is a great tool to help you out. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. And again, this is so personal. And Noom understands that everybody's goals are unique and what works for someone else might not work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible. It focuses on progress and not perfection, which we love, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that is comfortable and right for you, whatever those goals may be. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. But right. what about the people that are like, I don't think I have that. Like, I don't think I have that inner voice. Like that they they just like cannot hear it. They're not sure if they have it. Like. Mm-hmm. What would you tell that person? You blocked it. Everyone has it. Everyone has it. If you are a human being and you are here, you were born with intuition. It is a birthright. Like it is part of you. It's the same thing as anything else, right? Like, like you, every single person is born with an intuition and children have very, very strong intuitions. They're very connected. Um, and you know, as we grow our, our subconscious mind is we're like a walking subconscious from ages zero to seven. And then once we hit about seven years old, we start to kind of form our own identity our own beliefs our own opinions. But what happens is that in those ages from early childhood, the experiences that happen to you and especially early childhood trauma, um, just any, it could be something as little as like a kid made fun of you for your hair on the playground. I got, I'm a redhead for, I know people listening can't, can't see me, but, um, I would get, you know, very bullied for my hair color or like little things like that, that you wouldn't chalk up to like trauma. Like you wouldn't think it's trauma. Right. Cause you're like, oh, that's not bad, but it is right. Because anything totally that's as yeah, as a kid, um, ages zero to seven, that you began, you, you developed these belief systems based on your experiences. And then you live, we live into those belief systems unconsciously and perpetuate them and prove them over and over and over again. So Mm -hmm. if someone has experiences where they don't trust themselves, where they don't trust others, uh, where, you know, just, they've had certain amount of trauma in their life, like whatever that is, um, there's something there that has just blocked them from hearing their intuition because they've learned it's not safe to trust it. Mm -hmm. And so that would be Yeah, that would be why. And so I would say you do have it. I promise you have it. Like, it's not possible for you not to have it. You are a soul. It's your soul. Like it is your higher self. You, you don't exist here on this plane without that. Mm -hmm. And so getting quiet, I would probably argue that anybody that thinks they don't have an intuition has been so busy distracting themselves for so many years Mm -hmm. that they just aren't quiet enough to hear it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. go be alone. (laughs) that's that's so, so powerful. And I, and I think it, it, it's so accurate and also goes to show, like, I feel like part of all of us growing up, whether it was for numbing, whether it was because we think we're supposed to be busy, whatever it is, like, I feel like, uh, similarly myself and Julia just got so much more like in tune with who it is that we already are, who it is that we want to, when we started asking ourselves, 
And when I say the right questions, I just mean like introspective questions versus not asking anything at all or not taking the time for it. And that's a huge reason why we have this podcast is with all of the noise that exists, you know, actually taking the time to have these types of conversations, having people like you on the show that, you know, impart their wisdom on us too, but also just really taking the time to like explore this side of things and, and in the same way to, I think finding just so much peace in having people like you on the show who are like, Hey, I'm a normal human too. Like I have a normal yeah. human brain. I'm not this, like, I might be special, but I'm not this like special <laughs> snowflake that has it all figured out, you know? Yes. Um, it just at the end of the day, like we're willing to put a magnifying glass a little bit more to like our thoughts and why we're thinking them and what, what they're rooted in and just like being willing to, to learn and adapt in that sense. And I just feel like the more conversations that we have like this, the more we expand and the more that we feel honestly, just significantly less alone because we're like, every single person has been through these thought patterns. Every person has maybe feels like the easier choice is numbing or not paying attention or whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, we all just want to feel happy. Like going back to your very first Google search, um, before this Google search, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And Brenda, I like completely agree with you is that like, if that's something I always say is you want to change your life, ask yourself better questions. That's it. That is literally it. Like nobody has something that you don't have. They've just learned it before you did. Mm. And that's what I always try to remind everyone. It's like, I just came across this knowledge a few years before you, and I chose to apply it. Like You have access to all of the same information, all of the same like ability to go inward, to ask yourself the, like, it's just about doing it. And what you also spoke to uh, with, I don't even know without even knowing her, if you knew this, um, literally like your subconscious mind, it, it, you just spoke to a principle of that. You cannot ask your brain a question and it not come up with an answer for you. Mm -hmm. Like it is law. That is how your brain works. Your brain is a computer and it wants to uh, make sense of everything. So Mm -hmm. if you ask yourself a question and you're, you're asking yourself on a questions on autopilot all the time, like, Oh, why do I look so shitty? Like, Oh, Mm -hmm. why do I suck at this? Like Mm -hmm. I'm right. And you just think it's normal. Like, why do I fucking suck? Like, you know, you've asked yourself that question before. Like, and whenever we do that, you're brain gives you reasons as to why you suck. Your brain is going to give you reasons as to why you can't, as to why it's not the right time. Literally all you're doing is just flipping what you already do unconsciously and consciously doing the same thing. Like Mm. that is what spirituality is. Like it's literally understanding how things work and making them work for you. Understanding that your brain is going to give you all the reasons anyway, to any question you ask it. So you might as well ask what, what if I am successful? Like, what if I could do this? What would it look like? What would my higher self, like what would my future self tell me to do? You know, like all of these things, it, rather than asking like, why do I suck at this? Or why, why can't I become successful? Why does it work for everyone else? But me, just different yeah. questions. You're going to get different results. I love that. And I think also like providing different evidence. Like I think, for example, yeah. for somebody waiting to, to launch a, a podcast or something like that, it's like, well, the more time that we hold off on launching the podcast, the more evidence we're adding to, we're not capable of it. We're not, yeah. worthy, we're not all this stuff versus just doing it. Like I know for Julia and myself, we've had the show for two years and right before then we were having these conversations and we're like, you know, I really think people need to hear stuff like this. Like we feel freaking lost right now. There has yeah. to be people that need this. And 
for the two of us, we definitely like for things to be organized and ready to go, but it was such a leap for us to be like, okay, you know what? It's not ready. Our branding has changed tremendously since the very yeah. start. Like a million um, times. And it's we weren't ready. But <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, totally. But we yeah. still knew like, you know what? We have to launch fast and we'll adjust it as it goes because if we don't start, we're never going to start. And yeah. I think that this goes for, for so many different things, but you've already shared so many wonderful things with us. And I feel like one of the other topics that comes up a lot that also gets a bad rap or that people are like, oh, that's not true. That's not real is, is manifesting, which you obviously yeah. love to talk about. Yeah. Um, so for someone that wants to like intentionally manifest more, more often, <laughs> where would they start? Like for someone that knows nothing about it, what is it? How does it work? What are your thoughts? Yeah, you totally. define it a little bit, like yes. let's give it a little bit of a definition. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So manifesting is literally just the process of bringing into your reality, what you think about, what you focus on. So there's so many fucking myths about manifestation, about spirituality. And I'm super passionate about talking about this. Yes. Because it's, it gets a bad rep. It gets that whole like woo woo, you know, very esoteric kind mm. of, um, thing. And I thought that too, like I always, and, and this is actually would be fun for your, for your listeners and you guys to know is that the way I built my entire spiritual, uh, practice and faith and connection has always been based off of inherent skepticism, mm. not blind faith. Mm. And so that's also why I feel like I'm able to break it down in the way that I am because yeah. I went searching for like, what does this mean though? <laughs> like, yes. okay, you like, you know, attract what, uh, or, you know, law of attraction, for example, like mm-hmm. it's all talked about in the most woo way. That's like very fluffy, airy fairy jargon. And I think that's why it gets a bad rep because it's yeah. not explained correctly, quite yeah. frankly. And, or there's a lot of myths about there or, or out there about it. Like, oh, you know, you've got to be high vibe and happy all the time or you're manifesting bad things Mm. or, um, yeah, like you, you know, it's just the process of like bringing, you know, attracting to you, like you need to be at the same vibration as what you want. And it's like, the fuck does that mean though? Like, like, I don't understand. So I also think that scares people because then they're like, well, if I'm not doing that all the time, then I'm going to attract bad things. So I'm just not going to do it at all. Like I'm not going to put any belief or energy into it so that I don't have to be working that hard all the time. Cause that sounds like a lot of work to feel like you have to vibrate super high all the time or something bad's going to happen to you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's just, that's just straight up. Not true. Like anybody that says that just doesn't know what they're talking about. Um, so really manifestation, um, as is based off the law of attraction, which is essentially we attract what we focus on. So one of the biggest myths is like manifestation doesn't work for me or the law of attraction doesn't work for me. And that's just simply not true. Manifestation is law. It is just like the law of gravity. I know I mentioned that earlier on the podcast is what is the law of gravity? We can't see it. We don't really know, like, but, but we, we just trust that it's there because we learned about it in science class. They taught us it, right? Law of attraction and manifestation is the same exact thing as the law of gravity. You can't see it, right? Like, but we just don't trust it because it wasn't taught to us in grade school. It wasn't something that was uh, accepted by society, but it's the, it's another law of the way that energy, the way that things work here in this 3d reality on this Mm -hmm. planet. 
And so you're manifesting all the time, whether you know it or not. So if you've got that thought of like, oh my God, I'm going to manifest bad things. If I have that bad thought, or I'm going to just avoid it. I don't really know. Or this sounds too woo. Like you're believing a myth about not actually accurate um, because you're manifesting all the time. So if it were me, like I would want to know how to make that work for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So whatever, what you manifest is literally like your dominant vibration. So what do I mean by vibration? When I say that your vibration, like if I were to break it down from like a scientific perspective, and this is very layman's terms, guys, like I'm not a, <laughs> no scientist or anything, but like, it's all based in quantum physics. And, and what I always say is it's not woo, it's science. Mm-hmm. And we are all, I mean, we're made up of atoms. We're all vibrating and at the all times, even though it feels like everything is solid, it's not. And so what is in the space in between all of the particles? It's energy and vibration, right? Well, our thoughts, uh, the thoughts that we think create the feeling in our body, right? So if you think shitty thoughts, you're going to feel shitty. If you mm-hmm. think positive, you're going to feel positive, right? And your feelings are your vibe. Mm -hmm. That's your vibration that you're putting out into the world. Mm -hmm. Like that is literally why you can walk into a room and be like, Ooh, there's bad vibes in here, Mm -hmm. but no one said a word to you, but you feel Mm -hmm. it. And you can't explain why you can't feel it. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing as like, well, my feet are on the ground and I can't explain to you why my feet are on the ground, but they are like, Mm -hmm. and you trust that, right? Like you, you just like, no, it's working. So same thing. Like that's, it's just, we're not taught to trust in energy. We're not taught. We're not even taught about energy, mm-hmm. but all of the sayings it's woven into every fabric, like every part of our society. And like, we just don't realize the whole, like good vibes, bad vibes, like that comes from this, mm-hmm. the whole, you know, like birds of a feather flock together. That's the law of attraction, mm-hmm. but people just don't think about it. Like, because right. it's just woven into to society into our everyday lives, but we're not knowing what we're saying. And so, yeah, like really your, your feeling is your vibration. So when you feel bad about something, bad shit tends to happen, right? Like, and when you feel good about something, you feel like you you tend to manifest better things because Mm -hmm. you're in a good vibration. You're saying good things, you're doing good things, you're taking action. And so literally like, if you want to change and, or call something in to your life, you want to manifest something, you just need to focus on it and talk positively about it. And it doesn't necessarily mean like always being high vibe. You're going to have down days. You're going to have bad days. I certainly do. Right. But the dominant vibration. So meaning the dominant thoughts that you're having, even if you have an off day, what spirituality manifestation and and self-development really does is it allows you to have an awareness of it and then shift it because you're aware of it. And so like, you're not going to manifest shitty stuff just because you have one bad day. If that bad day turns into a bad week, turns into a bad month and years, right. Then that's affecting you. Then Mm. you're going to manifest the shit. But if you can catch it and shift it, then you, then you're good. I I love all that. So how do we, how do we make it work for us? Like, is it, is it, and for, and you could be specific for how you use it. Like, is it a practice? Is it a practice? Do you have to do it every day? Like, do you just think about it? Do you speak it out loud? Do you write it down? Like, do you write it down in a special notebook? Like, I want the specifics. Specifics, yes. Like, do you write with a purple pen? Like, I want the specifics (laughs) of how you find we can use it to our advantage in the best way. Totally. Okay, so let me give you an example from my life. Mm. And this is the first 
time I'm telling anybody this because it happened a couple hours ago. Mm. We just passed 100,000 downloods on the podcast Woo-hoo! on It's Fucking Spiritual, uh, which is awesome. Crazy. And I've been manifesting that for eight months now since we launched. And I have written it down. Not every day. I read it out. I've written it down my manifesto and I'll, I'll explain what that is. And yeah. I read it aloud every day and I write it a lot. And so really like how to make it work for you is such like a, that question is it's different for every single person. Mm. And I'm actually, um, launching my very first like signature manifestation program that starts about in a month. So quick plug, um, and literally like, we're going to be having a free challenge in uh, like mid end of April. So guys definitely check that out. Let me know. Um, but like what I'm writing into this program is creating a specific, simple, easy to implement manifestation strategy based on your personality and energy type. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't, I don't know anybody that has this specifically that does it like this. And that's why I say this is because for each person, it's going to be different. And that's because what affects our energy, what makes us feel good is different for each person, right? Like everybody has different strategies and things that work for them. And so the thing that I would say first and foremost, and and I'll share my process with you guys. So you can kind of like have some tangibles and and make yours off of mine. But the first thing is like, you have to understand how it works and you have to understand why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So I really don't give a rat's ass about like your process. I give a rat's ass about like how it's making you feel. So, you know, like people will teach and especially in the spiritual community, like we kind of have touched on, it gets a bad rep. And, and a lot of that's because there's this like shamey undertone, um, in spirituality that I felt hardcore when Mm. I got into it, um, in self-development too, where it's like, if you're not waking up at 5am and fucking crushing it and doing it perfect and doing your, you know, journaling every single day and on your shit. And like spirituality, you need to man or meditate and do crystals and tarot cards. And, and there's so much information and all these things that you like have to do. And yeah. you need to have a certain personality type is a big thing too. Like airy fairy and like really, you know, just yep. like that, yep. that whole vibe, which is nothing wrong with it. Like I even, I have friends that are that yeah, way, Yeah, sure. but I'm just not that way. And so I didn't see myself represented in the community, which is like being a hot mess. And also I always say a hot mess and a hot success. I'm like, you yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I created it. But really, it was because I mean, in spirituality, they always say or or that shame thing that's like, you need to meditate, and then you need to be writing it down. And you need to be like reading it aloud and then burn it with a freaking feather thing. Like, you know, just like people like (laughs) all this process. Yeah, I feel that way, like all the time when I when I'm not like the pressure to need to do it perfect or the right way. Like I literally this morning was shaming myself. Cause I was like, you haven't been journaling. Like you, you haven't journaled in so long. Like, why don't yeah. you journal? Like, and I keep going back and forth on like my journal practice. Cause like, I'm not sure if it really works for me, but I really want it to work for me. Cause it seems to work for other people, but like, maybe it just, maybe that's just not a practice that works for my person like yes but there's no perfect way like it does have to be individualized and I I just love that you said that because I think there is this pressure to do it quote unquote I'm making air quotes right yeah yeah no completely like okay Julia like this is 
actually perfect that you just said that because what I'm about to say is going to change your life. Like it is fucking amazing. So let yourself off the hook. Like who gives a fuck that you didn't journal today? It's totally fine. And here's the thing. So when I say like, you need to understand how it works and like, what's the reason we're meditating? What's the reason we're journaling? What's the reason we're doing these practices, pulling tear, like whatever it is that resonates with you, why are you doing it? And what I found is it's become just this thing where we're checking boxes again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I, I have to get my two hour morning routine where I said I was going to meditate and then journal and then read and then pull my cards. And then I was going to walk outside and make sure I ground it. Like it's, we're trying to do all the things and it's creating the exact opposite effect of what it's meant to do. Yeah. And so unbelievably true. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And so what ends up happening is exactly what happening. What happened to you this morning is the shame that came around from not doing the journaling, wondering why the fuck it's not working for you and seems to work for everyone else. So now we've got comparison in there. And then like, that just creates this spiral of like, fuck, and then I'm doing it wrong. And like, what does that generate? Right. Those thoughts are generating like shitty ass feelings for yourself. And then that doesn't make you want to do it. Your brain's not like, wow, this and is And then fun. it's doing like, the opposite of what it's supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So the whole reason that we have those practices aren't just because like do this and then you'll be great. Like it's, it's why are we doing them? And it's to raise our vibration. And every single time I say raise our vibration, guys, I literally just mean feel better. Mm-hmm. Like feel better about whatever topic it is like, or just generally. Right. And so if it's not making you feel better, if it's making you feel worse, then just let it go because then at least you're, you know, like back up to a better vibration than like shaming yourself. And so really like the first step tangibly in manifesting is do the thing that raises your vibration for you. And there's different practices that you can try on. And like, this is things that I'm going to be teaching in my program. And I actually, I have a quiz too, um, that like tells you your specific manifestation tool. Um, it's still in the link in my podcast, Instagram, in our show notes. Yeah, we can link it for everyone. Um, so that will actually tell you one of the five or, or which of the five ways like practices to use in order to raise your vibration immediately. And so if you are, you know, somebody that loves to talk like me um, or like all of us, right. And this, this might be good for you too, Julia is like, I journal sometimes, but a lot of times, like, especially for people that are outgoing, we're podcasters. Like we talk a lot. I find personally that sometimes my brain moves a lot faster than my hands can. So instead I will literally voice note journal. So like, try that, like, why it, it, it I does, never thought of that? Like that the feels best. so much more correct for me. Exactly. Exactly. And so it's, it, that's why it's based on your personality and your energy type, mm-hmm. like, and how, and human design and all of those things, like you can use those to your advantage to let yourself off the hook. Like if journaling doesn't work for you and it, does it feel restrictive? Like, Oh my God, I have to do this again yes. because it said, mm-hmm. then don't fucking do it. It's yes. doing the opposite, you know? Yeah. So like, maybe voice note journaling is great for you. For some people it's dancing. For some people it's getting outside and just like laying in nature and each person it's going to affect them differently. So find your one thing and then do that while you're thinking about your desires, while you're thinking about your future and what you're creating and what you want to manifest and just imagine it, be with it, vision it. And that's literally all I do. It's simple. Like 
we get to take the get like the process and the the confusion and the overwhelm out of it and realize that these are all just tools. You do not need to do all of them and you you don't even need to do any of them. It all just matters about how you're feeling and bringing an awareness to your thoughts and like what you're projecting out into the world so that you can shift if it needs shifting. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I hope that that that's a helpful tip for you and for, yeah. for the yeah. listeners, I, I but it's going to be hugely helpful because I really do think that there is this pressure to feel like you're doing so it much. right. And that you have to do all of the practices. Like you yeah. have to yeah. journal and meditate and do yoga and go outside and drink lemon yeah. water and do this and do that. And, and then people feel like, well, I don't have five hours in the morning to do that. And waking up at 5.00 AM doesn't work for me. Like exactly. I, I think think that that is going to be hugely helpful because it's like, no, just find what works for you. And that might take some trial and error and that's time. It probably will, Mm -hmm. but there isn't a need to do it all or to, and there is no way to do it right because it's the right thing is going to be different for everybody. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think what's interesting too, is like, sometimes when it comes to what's like being honest with ourselves about what is actually right for us, because between the shoulds, I think we also can limit ourselves sometimes, whether it is not starting the podcast and like limiting or making excuses for things that might feel like the harder thing to do, but are actually the right thing for us to do for that evidence for, you know, all those different reasons. But out of curiosity, Rachel, and we're wrapping up here to respect your time. um, But are there specific things that you incorporate into like into your days daily? What, yes. What yeah. Thank you. I know. I was like, I need to circle back because I didn't fully answer their question. So that is, yeah, great, great question. So really like what I incorporate. So personally, and I'll talk about like, so for my hundred thousand, uh, for the podcast, I have been saying this since like a month before I even launched. And I have a whole manifesto that I have like each area of life and what I'm creating over the next year. So I write it every single year. You can do them as many at like it, as often as you want, you could do a manifesto for the day, a manifesto for the week. And really all that is, is stating in the present tense as if something has already happened. So mm-hmm. mine looked like it is now December 31st, 2021. And that's actually a really good point too. I wrote it for December 31st, 2021. I didn't hit it until today, which was March 15th, but I don't give a fuck because when I first wrote the um, the manifesto, it was before I even launched the podcast when I was terrified if it would even do well and a hundred thousand downloads in six months seemed like a fucking pipe dream. Like it was like there, I was writing that down being like, there's no fucking way. Like I, it felt like such a stretch, but what happens is when you train your brain to do that, it might not happen on exactly the date. And that used to scare me a lot with manifestation, but it happened two months after, like, could you, if I hadn't said that stuff, I definitely wouldn't be there right now, be here right now. Right. So don't get too scared on like, what if it doesn't come true and all this shit, literally you are just focusing on what you want and that can change. It doesn't need to be set in stone, but write down, like it is now X date and I have blank. Like Mm -hmm. I have a hundred thousand downloads on my podcast and then write how you feel. Like I feel so uh, accomplished and so proud, right? Like I feel so proud of um, what I've created. I have a beautiful community of thousands of women. And like, all of this is true now, which is so crazy, but I would just write that out. And then I had it on piece of paper and I read it aloud every single morning. Um, And I would just like, sometimes I dance. I really go with the flow. Like I go with how much time I have. If I only have 10 minutes, 
I calibrate my energy for 10 minutes and I just dance. If I have two hours, then I will do my full morning routine and like drink juice and meditate and like just feel anything that makes me feel good and high vibe. And that's also going to change from day to day. Mm. Some days I don't feel like dancing. Some days I'm more introspective and I want to take a bath and journal. Other days, you know, I'm like, oh, it's beautiful outside. Let's go ground. All of it is just bringing a connection and an awareness back to yourself and then directing your thoughts to what you desire and what you want and like really tapping into that feeling of like how it's going to feel when you get there and Mm -hmm. what you'll be thinking at that time and then start trying those thoughts on now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. I feel like one of the things that I've been like, just like listening to more so when it comes to either like visualizing or anything like that is like, we don't let ourselves feel the feeling that we want to feel until we're there. And we like limit ourselves from that that joy or embodying it or all that stuff. So I just, I love that because I think not only do we get to experience higher vibrations and higher energy and everything by experiencing it now, but it also allows us to actually align our efforts a little bit closer to that. You know, like whenever Julie and I have like a really inspiring meeting or something like that, I noticed for both of us, we have so much more belief in ourselves, so much more belief in in our show and its impact when we actually focus our thoughts on the power that it has now versus solely where we want it to go or the people that we want to to reach. Um, So it's, it's really cool to be able to embody that stuff now. So I love that so much. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. I, it's just, it's so important is to tap into that feeling like literally no one can take that away from you. Like that Mm -hmm. is yours, like your imagination, your dreams, like all of those things, allowing yourself to go there and like being with that is so huge. And, and also like that trains your brain to, from like a, let's talk from like a neuroscience standpoint, like it literally trains your brain to go to work, to look for opportunities in your reality that you wouldn't have seen before, Mm -hmm. or to walk into a different, you know, store or rush or like stuff, right. Like leads you to things that like you wouldn't have done, go to the event you would have never gone to before. Like look, just looking for different opportunities. And that's literally just like when you feel it and when you focus on it, your brain is naturally going to look for ways that you can achieve it. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, Rachel, we could keep you literally all day. Like this has been so fun and I'm so appreciative of how tangible you have made all of this uh, and given us just so many practical takeaways and tips and tools that people can literally start incorporating today. (laughs) So I'm so unbelievably grateful. Um, But before we let you go, we have two little last questions that we ask all of our guests. if you could recommend like one, re- I mean, you've given us so many things, but like one resource that has helped guide you through your twenties thus far, what, what would that resource be? Oh my gosh. I have so I know, I'm sure many. Have so many. I'm like, what do I want? Okay. I will tell you. I would get, if you're interested in spirituality and manifestation and like all of those things, and you want a foundational basis, literally Abraham Hicks and the law of attraction book changed my life Mm. because it gives you such a basis and answers all these questions like that you have about it. And so really I religiously listen to Abraham Hicks, like every single day you can go on YouTube. Ooh, this is a life hack for everyone. Okay. So anytime that you're going through anything, like literally anything type in Abraham Hicks in the YouTube search bar, and then the thing that you're going through. So like Abraham Hicks breakup, Abraham Hicks, procrastination, Abraham Hicks, 
perfectionism, like whatever, like whatever's holding you back, like, or anything that you're experiencing, like I've, I've like some really niche shit and it still pops up. So like, yeah. So she literally has something on everything and, and like just listening to something to calibrate your energy in the morning. So I listen to her every single morning, get her book um, or their book. <laughs> it's a group of collective consciousness, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, super, super cool. So that's love what I would say. It. Love it. Love oh, it. We have to check it out. I'm literally going to, I'll look tomorrow morning. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Um, and then our last question is where can people find you? So opportunity to pimp yourself out, all of your coaching programs, everything. Podcast. Yes, tell us all the things. Hell yeah, guys. Okay. Well, if you came over from this podcast, please let me know. Um, I love receiving DMs. DMs from you guys. So you can reach me at Rachel Gibbler, um, which I'm sure will be in the show notes too, or at it's fucking spiritual. And I'm also on like all the things, Instagram, TikTok, Rachel Gibbler. You can join my community text list. Um, I text out motivational, um, messages every single morning on the weekdays. And then of course I have my program, um, coming up as well, which will be here in the next month or so. So, um, really keep your eyes peeled for all of that. And then I've obviously got one-on-one coaching packages and master classes and things you guys can uh, search my website if you're wanting basically there's something for every single tier of what you want to learn how much access you want to coaching group programs one-on-one so if you're interested in any of that definitely reach out to me or apply on my website incredible and I will put that all in the show notes so you guys can have easy access to it Rachel thank you so so much for your time this has been so fun and so inspiring and I feel like I said at the beginning I was feeling disconnected I am feeling reinvigorated so thank Good. you so much Good. Yeah. well that's the goal well thank you guys yeah. so much for having me on this was so fun and I can't wait for everyone to listen absolutely goodbye everybody bye everyone bye thanks for listening to Roaring 20s podcast be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe you're never alone our pride sticks together Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.